Hey guys, Coach Zach here. Just want to touch base with you real quick before we get into today's episode. First of all, just thank you so much. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening on a weekly basis. Thank you for sharing with your friends if you've been doing so. We've been seeing the numbers on this podcast skyrocket the last few weeks and months, and it's been really, really fun to do. It's been really fun to see those numbers go up, and we're, we're just happy that you guys are enjoying it as well. So but first of all, I just want to start today by saying thank you. Uh, if you haven't already, you can go ahead and subscribe on, on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Uh, we're putting videos out every week as well with the podcast, with clips as well from the podcast, and some, uh, some funny little segments uh, outside of the podcast, like Questions and Francers, our little game show we do where we have someone do the workout Fran, and then they have two minutes to answer some trivia questions. So this week is actually Eric, who's one of the hosts on the podcast as well, so you can go watch him suffer through Fran and trying to answer some questions. Uh, but again, just thank you for supporting us. We appreciate everything you guys do for us, and um, we hope you guys are enjoying this podcast as much as we are. So today's episode, we're going to go back in time a little bit. I know we have a lot of new listeners lately, so you might not know that uh, Prime Authentics Radio is actually the second iteration of this podcast. We started a few years back with a uh, podcast called Finding Fitness, and it started as just a, a way for us to tell the stories of our, some of our amazing members at CrossFit Nashua and CrossFit Sohegan. That kind of transformed into the coaches sitting down, what we call Coach's Corner, where we give little health tips and tricks here and there. And then it's kind of transformed over the years into what you see today with us still giving us some tips here and there, telling some stories, and bringing on some, some guests uh, inside the CrossFit world. So we're going to go back in time a little bit today, get back to our roots a little bit, and, and tell one of our amazing member stories, Sally from CrossFit Sauhegan. And Sally's going to tell us a story about how she came into CrossFit hoping to improve her physical health, uh, but also found that her mental health improved dramatically as well. I think this is a topic that's so important in these times. A lot of us are going through a lot of stress right now uh, with this lockdown period. So it's ever more important to focus on our mental health as well as our physical health here. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode a lot. Sally's going to tell her story of how it improved her mental health. I'm also going to include some links in the show notes uh, underneath iTunes, YouTube, wherever you're listening. There'll be some links for you to click on to read more about how exercise can dramatically improve your mental health. I'll I'll link a great video to Dr. Rhonda Patrick, who does a fantastic job of explaining in kind of layman's terms what happens inside of our brain when we exercise and how we can use exercise as a powerful force to improve our mental health. And if you get really nerdy like me and you like to read the scientific stuff, I'll put some nice studies in there as well on the benefits of exercise and mental health. So again, just thank you guys. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, sharing with your friends. Uh, Again, we hope you enjoy this as much as we do and uh, enjoy today's episode all right everyone we are back with finding fitness um today we have a very special guest from crossfit saudi sally joining us today how are we doing i'm doing well a little nervous <laughs> <laughs> don't be it's okay. gonna be okay. a, a great chat um well thanks for joining us and taking the time um today we're gonna get into um, the uh, CrossFit's uh, tie and effect on uh, like the uh, mental health and uh, different aspects of, of mental health. That, uh, that's what we're going to dive deep into today. Um, and we're going to have a ton of fun right. while we do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so first, let's start off with a little background about you. Yep. Um, let's just start with the typical, how'd you find CrossFit? Yeah, so I have always exercised. I've never done necessarily any organized um, team sports or anything, but it's always been something that I've um, I've always had exercise in my life. 
and I always wanted to try something new. So my husband, when I met him, he did rock climbing and ice climbing, and so that's what I tried to, or we hiked, or we just were always active. And one day, Rachel from CrossFit Sauhegan posted a really funny little blurb on Facebook about how ridiculous of a workout she did that day at CrossFit. And I was like, what's this CrossFit? I can try that. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a chance. And so then I, uh, I decided to try a 5.30 class. And I think Eric was the coach that first day. And I was like, what's a wad? <laughs> and what am I doing? <laughs> um, but I had an, um, that first time that I went was eye-opening to me because I had, um, what happened honestly was that um, every other workout I'd ever done in my life, so I have tried all of it, right? I've done Zumba and step aerobics and I even have like the Buns of Steel video and I've done <laughs> all of it. Um, and within five or 10 minutes of the class, I am immediately, looking at the clock and thinking about my to-do list and wondering if I have time to get to whatever I needed to do after. And I just, I was physically there, but mentally I wasn't there. And it actually caused a little bit of anxiety because I was thinking about all the other stuff I had to do in my life. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't really like totally enjoying the moment of exercise. Well, when you went into CrossFit that first day, right, we had this set of exercises we had to do and we had a time frame, and I had to just keep trying to push through and I was working so hard and when I was done I had exhausted every single part of my energy right like I have when you have anxiety so I'll talk about that in a minute but when you have anxiety you have all this extra fight or flight energy that just sits in your body just stays there all the time and so when I went to CrossFit I had just exerted like all that energy and I was sitting there gasping for air and I had a moment where I was like when I finished, like I could breathe. Like I all of a sudden I felt like I could mentally breathe because for right. that time frame, my head was only there. Like I couldn't think about everything else because yeah. I was like, okay, three more. Can I do three more? And like just <laughs> counting down. Like I wasn't a mom or a wife or anything else. I was just trying to get through that moment. So yeah. when it finished, I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. So that's when it started. And then I started going all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yes. Um, that's super interesting. I don't know that I've ever heard like a first experience described that way. Where yes. like other forms of exercise you're thinking about, like you said, the rest of your day right. and stuff versus like what locked you into CrossFit was that you were just like solely focused on CrossFit when you're there for right. that hour. So what I was saying to Eric, I think, and Eric and Sarah, I had sent them a message, and I had said to them, like, we talk about the physical benefits of CrossFit, right? And we talk about building up this um, mental toughness, and that's all wonderful. But, like, what we don't talk about is, like, the mental health effects that it has on you mm -hmm. and how, in a sense, it's almost like... A mindfulness it's almost like a moment where you are nowhere else and you are mindfully in that moment and that is such a great break for your brain and for your body like as a person so right yeah, yeah. so it was just like eye-opening for me like wow this is almost like um, especially for me because I suffer I have debilitating anxiety that I've had for a long stretch of time and so to have this break mentally where I just can breathe and I feel like I no longer am thinking about everything else mm -hmm. it's like it's just a wonderful moment. Like, it's great. So that's that's wow. why I go to CrossFit. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. So I just finished reading uh, Learning to Breathe Fire. It's, like, a oh, yeah. really yeah. great book. I recommend it um, for, like, the history of CrossFit. Um, but one of the quotes that Glassman himself in there was 
he said, uh, the greatest adaptation to CrossFit is between the years, which is, so it's really cool that you're saying that stuff because I mean, it's so true. We all have our own different experiences with the first time we try CrossFit or like why we do CrossFit and stuff like that. But I think everyone can agree on that. Like the mental piece that you experience from doing CrossFit and consistently doing CrossFit, especially, um, you know, translates to everywhere everything right and i think that even if you've never had anxiety in your whole life i think if you've ever done crossfit you can agree that when you were in the middle of that you're your brain's nowhere else you can't be you are physically pushing yourself mentally pushing yourself and that's like a wonderful space for you to be in for a moment in the day right right? i mean yeah 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 I i think um I think most people probably experience some form of anxiety, you know, whether they realize it or not. Right. Think, but like moment. people are, right. you know, different degrees. degrees. Yeah. So um, I'm curious to hear, you know, your experience with that. Yeah. So um, I had my first like full blown panic attack when I was 19. Although I think I always had anxiety because when I was younger, I always had really bad stomach aches. So I think it was just something that that's the form that it took and I didn't realize it. Um, but when I was 19, I sold my car. I was in college, and I sold my car, and I hopped on a plane to go to Australia. I was going to celebrate New Year's 2000, so yes, I'm 39. Uh, New Year's 2000 in Australia, and it was so exciting. And I got on the plane, and I was going from the, the first leg from Boston to L.A., and all of a sudden, I felt like I was dying. I couldn't breathe. I didn't know what it. I didn't know what it was at the time, so I had no words, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, I'm dying!" And I thought to myself, "I have to get off this plane right now so I can say goodbye to my parents." Like oh, that's like gosh. where I was at, and I couldn't. It was awful. So with all panic attacks, at some point you start coming back down. You get like a height, and then you start coming back down. Mm-hmm. So I got off the plane, and I was running late to catch the next plane, and I ran to the other side of LAX, and I was like, "I don't know if I can even get on." this flight and so I called my mom with my calling card numbers the 32 (laughs) digits that you have to dial in the prepaid calling card (laughs) I called her and I'm telling her like listen I was gonna I'm dying on the plane so I can't get on the next (laughs) plane because I'm gonna die again and she knew that we had like four minutes to catch the flight she knew I was really late and so she just said to me well you can either get on the plane and know you might have another one or you can come back home and regret it for the rest of your life (laughs) I was like okay so so I hopped back on the plane and she gave me other advice she told me tell the you know tell the um, the lady who helps on the plane there the flight attendant attendant, yeah Yeah. she said you know talk to the flight attendant let them know you know and that might help Um, so I ended up having a great trip in Australia and that was wonderful but when I came home, what started happening was I was just getting more and more panic attacks. And sometimes what happens is they start accruing on top of each other. Mm-hmm. And because you've had one, and they get build up and build up. Mm-hmm. So it becomes, after a while, um, you get more and more, and that becomes almost debilitating. Like every day, things in life start, you get fearful of them, or you start panicking about them. Things you never thought of in your whole life yeah. all of a sudden take on a whole new twist. So it took some time. I tried um, medication, but that you know they all have side effects, and I had some things I didn't love about that. Mm-hmm. And um, then you know you talk to therapists, and they all say mindfulness and meditation and exercise and yeah. all this wonderful stuff. And so I started doing all that and reading about it, and uh, and then just slowly I've gotten to a point where I can manage it more and handle it without medication. Luckily, but yeah, mm-hmm. it still pops up, you know, and it's still there which is why yeah there's certain things that like i have to make a priority in yeah. my life and so things right. like i just go to crossfit because 
I mean, everybody goes to exercise. They tell you it's to lose weight or it's to whatever these physical benefits. And mine truly is get out all this extra energy because it's right. no good sitting in me. <laughs> right. So, right. Yeah, so that's what are, I do it. What are some other strategies that, so CrossFit obviously, you know, helps a, mm-hmm. a ton, like you're yes. saying. Yeah. What are some other strategies? Like, like, do you meditate? Do you? Yes. Yeah, so I, I try to meditate. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard. It's hard when you have an anxious mind, right? Because right. yeah. it's like a squirrel yeah. that just drank three gallons of Mountain Dew and smoked a few <laughs> cigarettes. <laughs> you're sitting on the pillow and you're like, "I'm meditating. I'm doing it. Look at, I'm doing it. Wait, yeah. am I supposed to congratulate myself while yeah. I'm meditating? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, and that's not meditating. I have to start all over. Again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like it's really hard. Yeah. But I mean, everybody says that, right? Everybody says it's hard to meditate. It takes practice. Right. Um, yeah, so I try to do that, of course, eating healthy, not a lot of caffeine, stuff like that. But yeah. I think the big thing that I found was talking to people about or telling somebody. Like, when you're in the moment, I used to just, like, not tell anybody and I would be embarrassed about it and not say anything. But I mm-hmm. notice now when I'm in the moment, I can call, like, my husband and just say, like, I'm having anxiety right now. And then we just talk about something else. Yeah. But at least for that moment, I've, like, made it real and I've talked about it. Yeah. And now it's no longer this thing that's eating me up. Now it's just this other thing that I can push aside, sort of, and, mm-hmm. and keep moving forward. Yeah. But, yeah. Are there any certain events or maybe locations or even, like, times a day that trigger these anxiety attacks or is it just kind of come and go yeah so it depends so when i was first struggling with anxiety it would just hit me out of the blue and i had no i would wake up in the middle of the night and have a panic attack like gasping for air unable to um now i feel like i've have less of that rare moment and more of like a situational where like i know more it's more like um when I don't have full control over something like being on a chairlift, like mm-hmm. I can't just hop off the chairlift, so like that's not an option. So I feel kind of stuck, oh, like okay. in a okay. really small closed spaces. Just a, the feeling of a loss of control sometimes, and that's pretty common with people who have anxiety. Mm-hmm. They tell you the same thing. Like mm-hmm. if they they don't mind being on, if they could just fly the airplane, that would be better than actually <laughs> being on the airplane. Right. right? This yeah. idea that they can keep making it move forward. Yeah. That they have control. Yeah. 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 Interesting. How do you talk yourself through when you don't feel like you have control? Yeah, so I immediately have to put, an, I immediately have to call it like it is and say it like out loud, okay, I'm having anxiety, mm-hmm. like this is what it is, and let's like do some breathing or let's go for a run. Sometimes I will literally just go like for a run, like this idea of just getting all that fight or flight energy that's cooped up in your body and I always fly I never fight <laughs> I run as fast as I can <laughs> yeah okay does it um, uh, what about um, like sleep like falling yeah. asleep at night that sort of stuff so falling asleep is fine it, yeah I tend okay. to wait sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night um, yeah just like looking I have strange dreams obviously where I sometimes I'm gasping for air again it always comes back to like not able to breathe a little bit, like stuck somewhere. Huh. So, but yeah, I'll get that when I'm having moments of anxiety. Yeah, it's gotcha. funny. It's a strange thing. It is, <laughs> it is. but it's it's interesting because, yeah. yeah. like I said, I think I think a lot of people, um, you know, maybe you know, there is someone maybe who's going to listen to this that's you know just right. you know kind of like you were like embarrassed to you know oh, s- yeah. say it out loud, right? You know, 
10 um, years ago, this I would never have talked about this. I would have been hiding it. I would have been so embarrassed because I would have felt like everyone thought I was crazy. Right. And then after a while, I realized, like, this isn't something, like, this is just who I am. And there's some benefits to it. It makes you a little bit more empathetic and understanding. And I feel like sometimes when somebody's really closed off, like, they put up a wall, people tend to, like, walk away from them. But for some reason, I feel like I can get through that wall. Like, maybe they're just really nervous or anxious or something's going on with them. Right. So I feel like I'm a little extra social because of it sometimes. I don't know. I think that everything gives you a benefit. You just don't realize it sometimes. But sometimes it really stinks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard. It's great that you can, like, have that point of view on it. Yeah, I think you have to, right? Yeah, it's so... I can imagine it's hard to get there, though. It is, and it took a while. Yeah. Yeah, and I was really worried about other people's, like, what they would, their reactions or what they would think of me or that was crazy or... Right. And it is what it is. Yeah. I just have a little extra. Very normal. (laughs) Whatever it is. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think everybody's a little bit crazy. Yeah. (laughs) The more that you can, like, um, be okay with your crazy and share it with people. Right. And the less power it has. Yes. And the more you realize, like, like that, you know, everybody posts on social media, everything's great and fantastic and stuff. But, you know, that... um, that doesn't lead to growth and having a happy life in, right. in real life. So. Yep. Right. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and it's tough to... That doesn't help <clears throat> stuff like that either, seeing all that. Yeah, because like, then you think, those, like, yeah. oh, everybody's so happy. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. Yep. Um, so let's kind of go back to um, CrossFit, like, as a, as a style of training. What, like, specifically about, like... Um, how am I trying to ask this? Like, what, compared to other styles of training that you've tried, maybe if you want to, like, talk about a couple, um, what was it about CrossFit specifically that was, like, such, made you, like, like, focus so hard for that hour versus... Yeah, I think, I think almost every other form of exercise that I tried was so, like, monotonous, right? It was like, you sort of do the same thing over and over and over again, um, and every day is the same. I mean, like, would go to the, the swing class was exactly the same. The kickboxing, it was all like, and that was fine. I mean, any type of movement is great, right? And anytime right. you can get any of that energy out, it's wonderful. But it wasn't, it wasn't taking a hold of my mind either. It was just sort of just doing it, right? And right. so I think the mix up of the different, and every day it's a little bit different. And every day it's a little bit harder. And there are some days where I'm like, I'm really good at this. And there are other days where I'm like, I, this is awful. <laughs> I'm like, yep. I'm the worst. <laughs> but yeah. So I think it's just the mix up and every day being different. And and yet yeah, going back to those same things where you got better at them. Right. Like, right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like the intensity piece isn't yes. in very many other forms of exercise. Right. And I mean, like I, I kind of forget what it's like to not do CrossFit because it's been so long. But it yeah. is like, you know, sets and reps, and and then once you're yeah. done with the strength training, then you go on the elliptical or the cardio thing. Right. And, right. And it, there is no like intensity, no. and uh, so I think right. that that's a big part when you when that when you're going as hard as you can and you know yeah. your heart rate is maxed out. Um, it's hard to think about anything else. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like today we finished 
we did the first part of the wall and it was six minutes and I was dripping sweat and I was like man like when have I ever done something for only six minutes <laughs> like my shins were sweating like, right. like how is this even possible right. <laughs> right that never would have happened in a step aerobics class or, or in <laughs> buns of steel right <laughs> no, seriously yeah and and then like like today's wall is an example where you know we work as hard as you can for six minutes we give you five minutes rest and then you do it again for another six right. minutes yes. and you work as hard as you can whereas other modalities or different types of training you know maybe you do that six minutes you realize that you work that hard and you're like all right that's good for today right or like you're halfway through a 20 minute amrap of like four out of the five movements you absolutely hate right and you're like why do i do this to myself and you're questioning yourself but uh, those little things of like mentally overcoming and like not stopping at the 10 minute mark and keep getting like just get that extra round or extra rep right it's like those little mental battles can help tremendously with something like that. Right, exactly. Yeah. There's so many times where I'm like, we didn't need to do five rounds. We could have just done three. <laughs> three was good. Right. That's why we do but, five. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like, There's also the feeling of like, because everybody's doing that, like you really do feel that sense of community more than you would even if you went to the same exact I don't even know. Zumba class every day. I probably keep coming back to the same ones because I've done all of them. Yeah. But like, it, you know, you go to those same classes with those same people and you, you know, how, how you're doing? But it's different in CrossFit because you're all pushing yourself all so much that you're almost like laughing together. Like, and you're like feeling <laughs> right. it. Like you're all, it's just like, so you're so vulnerable because you've like really pushed yourself as far as you could. Right. Right. So I don't know. There's just something about it. You really build up more of a sense of. Yeah. Of um, camaraderie, I guess. An- another quote Team. from that book um, was, like, everybody, like, going to do the wad is everybody agreeing to test their limits. Right. Whereas it's, like, a cl- like a Zumba class or a spin class and stuff, it's, like, everyone's there to get a good workout in and sweat. But yeah. it's not, like, you're not staring at something like Murph on the whiteboard right and we're all like um all right the next hour we're gonna (laughs) suffer all together (laughs) (laughs) and uh there's some there's definitely something to be said about that for the mental aspect yeah absolutely yep yep have you found that like so you said you immediately noticed the Right like away. the benefit of mm-hmm. how it helped with you know anxiety or whatever has mm-hmm. over time has it like gotten better or do you find that like if you like if you take a week off is it oh I'm a mess like, yeah. yeah yeah so I don't like I don't know I can't say that like over time like it's made my anxiety like all better because like that's just I think I'll always have anxiety as a companion in my life like mm-hmm. and that's fine right. but I've noticed that if I don't go, I'm a mess. Like I, I, and it's not that it wasn't necessarily the case with all those other exercises because I think I was always just kind of doing it. But now, like I realize, like I actually get this relief when I go to CrossFit. So now I feel like, like this morning, I actually woke up. I hadn't really eaten very well on the weekend, like a lot of people do. And so you wake up and you're just like, I was thrown off, and I, I like just went to CrossFit because that's what I do. Like that's. It's not even, like, a thought anymore, right? So I just yeah, went because it's Monday and right. I, it's a habit and that's when I do it. And I really yeah. wasn't in it. I really wasn't mentally in it, like, I, when I first got there. But then afterwards, I felt so much better. I felt, like, relief. I felt so... I felt so good. So I was like, this is, this is why we do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was the same. Like I, this morning, I, I told myself this week I'm going back to working out at 8:30 right. instead of at night, and uh, and so it, I woke up and I was like, uh, I'm not not feel ready to work out, but I'm just gonna go. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. you know, afterwards, you feel good. So yeah. Wait for visitor. Wait for visitor. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think I think developing habits like that, like yeah. you know, CrossFit is like a big one that we all you know helps all of us in certain ways. Right. Um, but having those um, little what am I? I'm so distracted. But just having those habits in place, and like when you are missing one, like when you take a week off or something, right. and then like anxiety can build just from that. Like, oh, yeah. oh man, I haven't been at the gym in four days. Like, right. um, yeah. you know, yeah. going from having it in your normal routine to taking it out. Right. Even right. though the body needs that sometimes, it's a good thing. But yeah, know, a rest. Usually. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but too much time in. Yeah. Go back to yeah. Awful. It's right. yeah. I agree. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. for for sure. It's it's tough. It's not easy to take that much time off. Right. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Really cool part of exercise and mental health too is there's so many different feel good hormones that get produced when you exercise, like dopamine, norepinephrine, serotonin, all that stuff. But right. they show that the brain can grow in many ways with exercise in regards to like neuro connections and growing neurons but specifically the, the hippocampal region of the brain and that can grow tremendously with sustained exercise and that is the region of the brain that controls emotional regulation as well so it's a direct link to right. being able to control depression anxiety uh, addiction stuff like that that's why exercise is so important in any any type, right. any way that mental health manifests itself right um, yeah it's very yeah. important in that sense yeah yeah sure that's right. interesting yeah yeah i think like going back to what you had mentioned about like people are just exercising to lose weight and you know look good right. feel good which are all, all good valid reasons you know right um but i think the mental piece mm-hmm. is seriously overlooked um, right by like your you know your average gym goer or average crossfitter right. or something and it's it definitely needs to be acknowledged because yeah, yeah. i think it actually should be top priority yes yeah, because absolutely. when you are feeling better mentally and more stable or whatever it is when you're feeling better like you have a better outlook on life and you treat your family better and your kids better everybody feels better being around mm-hmm. you because you feel better right, right? Exactly. and so like that's should be like almost the number one reason to go you yeah know, to mentally feel better and then from there like physically you feel great and that's wonderful but mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, like the part of the the core aspect of, of CrossFit is like you know that we're focused on performance and how you're how you're moving, you know how fast you're going, the intensity piece, um, and then the side effect of that is right. you know looking good, feeling good, right? But it's definitely they it's obviously incorporated like the mental part of it because right. the mental toughness is there. Like yeah. it's pushing oh, yeah. you like that's built into the workout. Right? Yeah. So obviously they that's part of it. Like right. you know. Yeah. So and you definitely have to make that connection. You know, it's important when you can do that and you're at work and your boss throws something on your desk and right. get this done by the end of the day and it's long and miserable. It's like, alright, well it wasn't as bad as that wad we did last night. Right, or, yeah. You know, I can do this. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You're on your set of second set of a hundred push ups and Murph, it's not as yeah. bad as that. Like right, yeah. things like that. Or that second mile or whatever. Yeah. Um, you always have that to refer back to. Yeah. Um yep. which is which is really cool and another 
piece that you get here that you don't get yep. elsewhere. How have you seen this spill into your, your either professional life or personal life? Yeah, I think it's actually helped. So I think sometimes when you have anxiety or depression, it actually takes you back self-esteem-wise. I think you take, you take a hit to your self-esteem because you have moments where you're always second-guessing yourself. You're beating yourself up over a conversation that you had or something that you didn't do or did do. Or, you know. So your self-esteem is constantly getting knocked down by yourself, not by anybody else, right? Like you're building everybody else up, but you're tearing yourself down. And that's a constant... Um, with people, especially when you suffer from anxiety or depression. And so I feel like when I come to CrossFit, and especially on the days like where I do something that maybe I didn't do before, I did more of them or whatever, um, it like it's like a small boost to your self-esteem when you feel like, wow, like, like you did something extra, you know, you did it. And I think that when you have that, it carries over into everything, like your whole day. Like you feel like um, you're more capable of doing things and... Um, yeah, so it's been a huge, I think, self-esteem boost, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's been neat. It's been such a neat experience, you know. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's how it carries over. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, getting out of your comfort zone and, like, yeah. doing things that you never thought you'd ever be capable of doing right. has a tremendous carryover. Yeah, mentally. and I feel like you almost see that daily with different people. And the, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. like, oh, my, I never thought I would be able to do that. And then they do it, like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's maybe for one other person it's the most simple of things and but for them it's huge and, yeah oh yeah you know like your so. first pull up your oh yeah like, right any, anything like that you're like i'll never be able to jump on top of that box right stuff yeah. like little things like that and then you do it and you're like okay yeah i am i am capable and right i think a lot of people myself included have a hard time giving themselves credit you right. know for you know being good enough for like you know being that capable person right yeah um, yep and and here people prove it every day yeah and, all the time and, you know you don't yep. get that on the elliptical for a half hour and what's cool is even if like we were doing something and i, I was with Katrina and Jenny and I, I you know they were all they were doing muscle ups right and they were just rocking them and I did something and it wasn't a muscle up I don't even remember what <laughs> yeah. it was it may have been just a strict pull up right and I was like so proud of myself and they were be. so proud of me like yeah. they were like oh my like, you did it like they were all like high-fiving me and I was like this is like that's so cool right mm-hmm. like that I not only am I proud of myself, but, like, they were genuinely proud of, like, the work that I had done. Right? Yeah. So, like, that's neat. Like, you have that yeah. feeling. It's right? really neat. Like, everybody's rooting for you. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, every Because they've day, all been there. They've all worked exactly. their way up. Yeah. Right? So, they all know the progression. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. just because somebody's doing muscle-ups doesn't mean that they could always do pull-ups. No. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. they know how hard it they see how hard you work they know how hard they work to get to right. things that they're doing. So, yeah. when you see someone else... It is. It is yeah. really cool. Yeah, it's yeah. just as a struggle. Yeah, yeah, it should be just as exciting as your own PRs. It is. Yeah. Because yeah. it is. Yeah. 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 Really cool. So, I guess what would you, if you could say something to someone struggling with anxiety or mm-hmm. um, that, you know, about whether it be CrossFit or related or just anything, you know, maybe we'll say like two or three things that. You know, somebody could take away from listening to this to go out and do. Yeah. So one is, I, I think the first would be like just like say it, tell somebody, like open up about it because like once you do, like it's no longer just your little fight with this thing anymore. Now it's like you you can get 
you can talk about it and open up about it and it feels so much better it feels like you're breathing when you can just tell someone and get it off your chest right so don't be embarrassed talk about it um and definitely try to exert that extra energy <laughs> yeah get it out um yeah, I don't know. I guess and try CrossFit if you haven't tried it. <laughs> it's always a good come one. see me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I don't know what else I would say. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. 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 No, I, I think I think this is all. This is great, and uh, I think what you've experienced through CrossFit and helping and what um, you know many people have. Right. Um, we definitely like a big project of ours is getting you know outside of the CrossFit bubble and reaching you know. Um, people that may think that CrossFit isn't for them. So I think yeah. that getting this out there is really is Yeah, really I think cool it's and, disheartening when people think that they can't do CrossFit because they mm-hmm. aren't fit enough. And that's right. like so mm-hmm. silly to me. Yeah. Like you can you can do it. Like there's all these different options and it's scaled and you know, it you can do it. Like right. and we all started somewhere, right? right? So you can work your way up. Right. Right. Yeah, it's hard to like, you know, you can't it'd be like if I asked someone to play pick up basketball and they said no because they don't play in the NBA right yeah yeah. stuff like that yeah I heard a good analogy the other day it's like if you went to if like you needed to go to a therapist and you're like no I need to get my mind right first right Right. exactly true yeah yeah Yeah. um so yeah so hopefully you know people people hear this and um you know hear your story and how yeah. this has helped and um they can you know and, and maybe maybe crossfit's not it for some people although obviously we think it is yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know if they find something or you know start saying it out loud and right. um just helping themselves out that way you're good enough Whoever you are, <laughs> Alex loves you. <laughs> I love you, everybody. <laughs> um, but yeah, anything else to to add or any I don't think so. other questions we yeah. have? I think this is great. Okay. Good stuff. Um, cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for again. Thanks for the time mm-hmm. in the middle of the afternoon coming down to chat. Wasn't as scary as no, it's okay. Was, yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, we're just chatting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, again, uh, leave you know comments, questions. Uh, you know, we're always again looking for stuff to talk about. So you know, give us some ideas. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to hear our ideas, <laughs> but we always have great ones. So. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, until next time.